All right, uh, Daddy, it's time to record the Dishonored episode. I'm sorry, the what now? The Dishonored episode. The, the game? Yeah, about the game. Oh, was I supposed to play Dishonored in preparation for this? Daddy, are you serious right now? Yeah, I... I haven't played you know, the song. You know what? You're not. You're not going to be in this episode. Wh- why? You can't kick me out. No. Get Wait, out. Uh, out. Out. Go. Welcome to Geekology 101. My name is Joshua, and my father is not here because he refused to play Dishonored, and um, yeah, I kicked him out. So this episode is just going to be me, and as as I said, we're going to be talking about Dishonored and the game and all the other stuff that is incorporated with that universe. So I actually completed Dishonored, the first game, and it was a lot of fun. I liked the mechanics of the game. I liked the um, I liked the story. One of the most parts is that I liked the story, and I loved the like special abilities or powers that the outsider gives you. It's just a really awesome concept for a game. And today we're going to be diving into that. The first thing I want to talk about is the overall world of the game. The world, well, most of the um, most of the game takes place in a fictional city in London known as Dunwall. Dunwall is like the most thriving city in London, and at the beginning of the game, it it gets um, infected with a plague known as the Rat Plague that turns you into rats, basically. And before you turn into rats, you turn into zombies. So the world is like it's kind of like steampunky. Um, there's, like, very, like, old guns, very cool, very old sort of, like, outfits, and there's this cool steampunk sort of mask that the main character wears, and it just has a very steampunk, like, feel to it and all of that, like, aesthetic, and that's one of the parts I like most about the game, like, the feel, um, the soundtrack also helps a lot with the world, it helps with the, um, with the story, the soundtrack for this game is almost as good as the Last of Us soundtrack for that game. Like, how good it helps with the story. Like I said before, how our main character here wears a steampunk mask. Our main character is Corvo Watano. Corvo Watano was the Lord Protector for the Empress of Dunwall, who was um, Jasmine Caldwin. And, yeah, she died. And Corvo, his... Uh, his secret daughter got taken away from him, and then he he went on a quest to, like, recover his daughter. He found her, but then she got captured again, and he got betrayed and all that. And basically, a bunch of stuff's happened, and all the way through this journey, Corvo, he's, he, like, changes his personality, his feel. He changes in this journey to try to save his daughter, and... um. Corvo Tano is definitely one of the coolest characters in this franchise. And there is other cool characters in this franchise, like the assassin Dao. Dao was actually the one that killed Jasmine and um, and kidnapped um, Emily, which is Corvo's daughter. And he is one of, yeah, he is the main antagonist of the original Dishonored video game. He's not the last boss you fight, but he is um, the second to last boss. And man, that was an intense boss fight that you have to do to um, 
to defeat that guy. And it's pretty cool how you can choose to spare him or you can uh, kill him in that scene with the boss fight with that guy. It's just really cool and all that. And then there's also Jasmine Caldwin, who dies in the beginning. She is the empress of Dunwall, and she was actually Corvo's wife, but, like, nobody actually knew that. And, um, and Emily was her daughter. There is also Samuel, the boatman, who is, um, who becomes Corvo's loyal friend throughout the series. Well, throughout the first game, unfortunately. And, um... And he's just, he basically takes Corvo to all of his destinations where he has to assassinate targets. Well, he doesn't actually have to kill them. He can sometimes just um, neutralize them. He doesn't actually have to kill his targets. And he becomes, like, Corvo's best friend throughout the story. He's very loyal. Even when um, the people betray him and try to poison him, Samuel doesn't give him all of the poison so that he can live. It's just, like, the loyalist that a friend can be. What's up? It's Diego, and I know that I'm not the only adult out there who gets a little bit rowdy when he starts geeking out over stuff. And sometimes you just need a friend to geek out over things with uh, without a filter. Well, I can be that friend for you. Head on over to your podcast provider of choice. Type in R-Rated Reviews. Hit subscribe and hit follow. I'm going to be having all the unfiltered conversations that your heart desires. So make sure you join the conversation. Remember, that's R-Reviews. See you there. Now, as I said before, the story is probably the coolest part about Dishonored. So the story is basically the beginning of the game. You're playing as Corvo. Um, these assassins attack and kill Jasmine Caldwin. They kidnap Emily Caldwin. And then this guy believes that you actually killed Jasmine. So he locks you up and puts you in uh, prison. And then you break out of that prison. And that very first mission is actually called Dishonored. And you break out of that prison, and you um, and you go to this place called the Hound Pits Pub, um, because Samuel the Boatman actually finds you, and he brings you to the Hound Pits Pub, and you meet this group, and you meet this conspiracy known as the Loyalists, who are trying to assassinate all the people um, who are co- who are connected to like the Empire of Dunwall. And then, so, Corvo assassinates High Overseer Campbell. He assassinates um, a bunch of other people. There's actually one mission where you don't have to assassinate, like, two people. I think that's um, Anton Sokolov and um, Lady Boyle. Um, So, that was probably the coolest uh, missions in the game that include, like, not killing your targets. And fun fact, you can actually complete the game without killing a single person. So can you do that with Dishonored 2, and you can do it more with Dishonored 2, but we're going to talk about that in uh, the section where we talk about Dishonored 2. Now, I like the game because of the story. I like the game because of the gameplay. The gameplay is like a first-person action, sword fighting, pistol slinging, and power uh, using things. 
Um, Corvo basically has a bunch of these powers. His main one is called Blink, where he can teleport. He also has another one where he can possess any type of animals. He can uh, slow down time or even stop time if you upgrade it enough. And he can use a wind blast to, like, blow away bullets. And he can actually blow away enemies with that wind blast and stuff. So that's probably uh, one of the reasons I love the game the most. I also like the game because of its, like, compelling story and all of the characters like character arcs and all of the the overall um like feel of and uh, vibe of the game is just uh, unlike any other game it just really caught my attention when i completed that game the the soundtrack though the soundtrack is as good as um the last of us's soundtrack which is very much saying something, because The Last of Us soundtrack is absolutely one of the best soundtracked games, um, not only just one of the best written games, but one of the best soundtrack games that we have on our PS4 as well. And the fact that this, um, the fact that this Dishonored game uh, can actually compare with that means that it's a very very good game and that can be proven because dishonored and the other games based around it have won 100 game of the year awards there's actually something else i wanted to talk about which is the fact that dishonored actually has a comic series based around the game so they have uh two comic series one is based around the first game and the events that happen in that game the other comic series is based around the second game and i actually learned something new from the comic series it's that corvo otano actually had a sister named beatrice i think that's how you pronounce it um and that's actually one of the newest things i've learned and that um Beatrice, she sailed away on a ship to Dunwall, which is the main place that the game takes place in, besides places like Rudshore and other places like that. But um, in the comics that I'm reading, he's trying to, which I believe take place after Dishonored 2, he's trying to go back to Dunwall and find, he's trying to find his sister, and he actually gets in a battle with this guy called Broken Tom. And he, like, uppercuts him so hard into the air that he falls into a lake. And then this person that looks a lot like Beatrice, he said, rescued him with his mask still intact, which is amazing. And that's where the comic um, reading ended. But the comic series is really, like, very... um very much in the same vibe as the games it's like kind of dark and gritty and it's like um obviously you can't hear a game but i could just imagine the soundtrack of um the the main the main uh song for that game is the drunken whaler which just fits amazingly with the story and i could just imagine the drunken whaler playing um in the background of that comic and it would just be amazing there is a second game, as you might have heard me mention, which I have only gotten, like, three missions into, and I already love it. It is, it has a lot more non-lethal options. It gives you, like, before the only non-lethal option was to choke out an enemy, but now you can choke out an enemy before you fully choke them out, and you can throw them to the ground, you can kick them, you can 
uh, before there was only a jump assassination, but now you can jump, knock out, you can slide into an enemy, knock them out like that. There's, you can like tase enemies, you can sleep dart enemies. There's just so many cool ways to, um, to take care of enemies in this game. And I just love the second game um, and the parts I played overall. Apparently, Jasmine had a sister named Delilah, which I'm guessing is the crown killer and is, I'm guessing, the main villain of Dishonored 2. And there was actually a third game that is not titled Dishonored 3. It is just titled Dishonored Death of the Outsider and features a character that you bump into in Dishonored 2 named Megan. And she is the... um captain of this uh ship called the um broken whale or something i think it's called that which kind of like pays homage to the um the best song in the game and it's basically about her and her trying to assassinate the outsider which in a nutshell the outsider is this mystical figure who gives people special abilities. He gave Corvo special abilities. He gave Delilah special abilities. He gave Emily special abilities. And he gave Dowd special abilities. And he basically... um, Dowd, who comes back in Death of the Outsider, is very much older, and he's in the spirit realm. And Morgan, or Megan, I mean... She goes to she goes into that spirit realm or the void that they call it, which is where um Dowd is trapped in, and then once she actually gets there, like uh like the first game, you have the option to spare or to kill the outsider. So you can do either one, but the best one is probably um is probably forcing the outsider to become a human again because he actually once was a human. And that game is actually very interesting, has a lot of new powers, has a lot of new ways to take out enemies, and I'm really looking forward. I hope I'll be able to play it someday. There you folks have it. The episode where I kicked out my dad from the studio and talked about this whole thing myself. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Geekology 101 with just Joshua and just me. Peace out. Game over. Imagine noise.